All right, guys, thank you for that. Like Thomas said, we'll talk to them coming up to round out our show. Right now, we're going to welcome in our next guest. We've got Adam Josephson with us, one of our senior vertical experts here at FreightWaves, to talk a little bit about some more first Q2 earnings reports, what that shows about consumer demand. Adam, thank you for being here. Nice to see you, Kaylee. Thanks for having me. So, of course, we know that consumer demand is not strong. Nobody has any indication or any thoughts, really, that consumers are really showing a lot of power right now. We're starting to see that in some consumer um, reports that just come out. Uh, General Mills is the first company, the first major CPG company to report Q2 earnings. What can you tell us about what that first report showed? Sure. So they, General Mills said a number of eye-opening things on its call last week. They talked about consumers' price sensitivity increasing. They talked about the fact that their inventories at the end of the quarter were considerably higher than they expected because demand was weaker. Uh, So everything they talked about was really an indication of the changing state of the consumer, that that people, consumers are trading down to private label, they're buying fewer goods, and consequently, CPG companies and retailers are ending up with more inventory than they planned. So, you know, that's what General Mills talked about. Uh, I didn't mention this in the article, but you know, Nike also reported last week their inventory uh, at the end of their quarter was almost 25% higher than it was two years ago. Uh, and that led to margin pressure, and they missed earnings for the first time in three years. Uh, Walgreens and other uh, a large retailers, you know, also missed earnings uh, for the first time in three years. So you're seeing this across the retail and CPG spectrum. So the article I wrote was specifically about packaged foods and beverage companies, but the weakness is clearly broader than that. Absolutely. And we know that basically all consumer spending is hitting kind of a very big lull, especially when you compare it to the last three years in peak pandemic times, simply because a lot of consumers are very cash strapped. We know that they are putting a lot of things on credit cards. We're seeing credit card utilization absolutely skyrocket, especially as we now see, of course, the Supreme Court decision to not let uh, President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan go forward. We can anticipate that to be even more of a stress on the consumer once we hit what should be our peak buying season, right? The start of fall into kind of that mid-peak season that you would expect. How much of these results are coming out based on seasonality and how much is really to be put to blame on the consumer just simply not having the ability to spend on these discretionary items right now. I think that typically, especially like anecdotally, this like kind of summer months that Q2 tends to be a little bit slower anyways. Is that something that we're seeing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You're right about that, that the back to school season, the holiday season, that's a big season for the CPG companies and the retailers. But when you're talking year over year, seasonality is irrelevant. And if you just listen to what the companies are saying, they're all talking about pressure on the consumer, which has nothing to do with seasonality. And uh, to the one of the points you made, U.S. credit card debt is at an all time high actually an all-time high, despite the fact that interest rates on credit cards exceed 20%. And you think about what are consumers taking on all that credit card debt for if they're not buying big ticket discretionary items, which is something that many retailers have talked about. So effectively what's happening is consumers are borrowing on their credit cards at 20% interest to buy consumables, food, 
beverage, other daily household items, et cetera. So I think that gives you an idea of the state of the consumer. And part of the problem is that the enhanced food stamp benefits went away in March and April. And as you said, uh, federal student loan payments will resume in October, barring any successful uh, attempts on the part of the Biden administration to prevent that from happening. So it's not a seasonality thing. It's just a consumer health thing. You know, I've, I've written about the fact that real average weekly earnings, real meaning adjusted for inflation, have been falling for two years straight. Uh, that's highly unusual. And we talked about the credit card situation. So there are numerous indications of weakness on the part of many U.S. consumers. Not all of them, because obviously someone's still spending on travel and entertainment, but on many of them. So uh, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, it, it absolutely does. So as far as that shift to private label, a lot of that happened on the heels of the fact that inflation for some of these brand names was absolutely incredible because CPG companies had to up their prices to account for labor costs, input costs, et cetera. A lot of those have kind of pulled back. Are we expecting to see maybe some of these brand name CPG companies start to roll back some of their prices, especially as we head into the second half of the year and they know that the consumer is tight to maybe in an attempt to win yeah. back some of that business? Yeah, that's right. So private labels been gaining share, to your point, for the last year or so. McCormick, the big spice maker, uh, reported its earnings last week, and they were asked on their call about the fact that private labels been gaining share from the, in their categories, in the spice category, for the last two years. And they acknowledged the fact that, yes, that has been happening, that continues to happen. We're doing our best, but they acknowledged that reality, as did many other CPG companies in recent months. So that's, uh, that is undoubtedly happening. With respect to the pricing gains that the CPG companies experienced during the pandemic, you know, I wrote about this when I wrote about the uh, first quarter retailer earnings, that you've seen more and more mentions of increased promotional activity, whether from Best Buy, uh, other retailers, CPG companies, so, yeah, retailers and CPG companies are talking about elevated promotional activity relative to what they experienced during the pandemic. And they're all acknowledging private label share gains. So it's two sides of the same coin, which is as consumers are more stressed, they reduce the amount they're spending out of necessity. So they're buying fewer big ticket discretionary items and they're trading to private label brands. That's just classic recessionary behavior. Out and bring it back to the freight space. A lot of folks have kind of expressed some optimism for a freight market recovery for the second half of the year. How do you think that these Q2 results are possibly pointing to or leading some, lending some clarity to what those signs look like? Is that a good sign or a bad sign for a potential freight recovery? Economy. The two are effectively the same. So as goods demand goes, so goes demand for freight. And goods demand is dependent on the health of the U.S. consumer. So uh, you know, given all the signs that you and I have talked about, I'm hard pressed to, to see why goods demand is going to pick up anytime soon. People need to have more money to spend to buy more goods. But if anything, they have increasingly less money to spend 
which is why they're borrowing more and more on their credit cards at 20% plus interest rates. We talked about the resumption of federal student loan payments in October. So it's really hard for me to see where higher goods demand is going to come from anytime soon. Absolutely. And it's going to be interesting to watch for sure. Adam, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Great to have you as always. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot, Kaylee. Take care. Absolutely. And you can find his article up on freightwaves.com. Right now, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with our next check of weather. And rumor has it we're putting somebody on the hot seat today. Don't go away. 